Now, Beavis and Butthead, if you don't give your reports, I'll be forced to give you both Fs for the semester. Okay? Uh, okay. You guys will never graduate. Uh, never masturbate? <laughs> graduate. It's when you're all done with school. Um, you mean like school ends? Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. We're on. Wake up. Oh, fuck. It's been only... I, I only got like three hours of sleep in the past uh, week. Sucks for you, dude. It does. I feel bad for Mr. Andy Cushman. Why? Why? Because... Because we had to commute back and forth from Rochester to uh, Pittsburgh and then back and forth from our hotel room to the convention center. So you feel bad for him because he had to hang out with you? Yes, he had the full Bruce. Okay, the full Bruce. <laughs> and welcome to episode 101, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So actually, this is really 100 episodes. Why is this really 100? I'm joking. Huh? <laughs> well, because 101 minus... No, it doesn't work. It's not like years. It's I not like years. <laughs> so how's uh, how's the Winter Soldier? Is that is that better Excellent. than Thor? You hated Thor. Hit Thor sucked, and Winter Soldier is one of the best. Uh, I want to get started on uh, news first this week. Oh wow, you're just before before we up. get into replay effects because that's going to be its own private hell. monster thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, own great thing. Uh, yeah. Because last episode, when we said there wasn't any news, there actually was. I just didn't see it on the page. I fucked up. Fail. Yeah, I failed up again. What can I say? So this is from This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. We forgot to mention that Stern nabs Godzilla theme from Spooky. Bastards. Yes. So now you have a new idol. Now you're going to be idling Stern instead of Spooky. Well, Stern already did Godzilla, kind of, as in Sega. They did the shitty Godzilla. So I guess uh, they acquired the license. Wow, slugfest. Wow. Ah, Team Pinball reveals the Mafia. Yes. Did you see this? A single-level pinball machine from the UK. From uh, Wales, I think? Yeah, South Wales. They've been working on this for like a year. They were ex-employees of uh, Highway Pinball. Ah, and how much does this thing cost? $7,500 US of A. So like, what, 1500 more than TNA? Yes. Mm. But not the, not the great sound. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. We don't know yeah, that. Yeah, we you, don't know. You, you, you got to talk about Denise sound, yeah. which is incredible. And light show of Denise. Mm-hmm. Would it be possible to get as good as that? I don't uh, think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at this. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's, I, don't like the, I don't like the layout too much. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But We'll see what happens. First, imp- first impressions were not very impressionable. Ooh, look at me. I'm like fancy and shit. First impressions were not very imp- I think that's another Bruce system because that doesn't sound right either. It is. Um, it says there'll be 100 made with 35 available in the U.S. Exclusively through Joe Newhart at Pinball Star. Yes. And there's teaser videos and 
stuff like that, and we get to hear Bruce eating and crinkling his wrapper. No, I'm actually opening up a Marco parts box that I just received. Ooh. It's like Christmas in July. Mm, it is Christmas in July, except it'll be it's- August when this airs, but that's fine. That's fine. So it's a one-ball game. Oh, it's no, no multi-ball either. Yeah. Wait a minute. Single level, one ball, and it's $7,500. Yeah. <sighs> Issues? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, they, they have 10 of them in the picture. So, boom, there's 10 right there. They got 10 more than uh, Predator ever had. Mm. <sighs> oh, what's this? Slam Till Podcast interviews Lyman Sheets. We did? Oh, yeah, we did. I think that went very well. I think it went pretty well. I heard good feedback at, at Pinburg about it. Yeah. I probably should have said hi to Lyman as I, as I didn't. But he thinks I'm you anyway. He thinks, I know. he thinks he's played me several times when he hasn't. I talked to a lot of our people who have been on our show. I thanked every single one that has been on our show. And I will thank them again, of course. I already have the... 150th episode already to go. Ah. So we're good on that. So, yes. Yes, I saw you talking to Gary Stern. Yes. Can't wait. It's going to be yeah, great. I know. Gary was like, uh, didn't you give my phone number out? I'm like, no, no not me. No, I, not, not me. That was Ron. That was Ron. No, 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 I told him it was head-to-head. It was perfect. <laughs> it worked like a charm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows that Australians like the freaking, you know, they're, they're criminals down there. So That's true. They, well, he, he penal bought a colony. Hook, line, and sinker. Yep, he bought a hook, line, and sinker. I said penal. <laughs> it's weird it's weird seeing like our interview transcribed in like you know text form here yes it almost feels professional or something let's see almost almost then we got Beatles which everyone knows that's you know Stern slash Kapow whatever are doing the Beatles so when, when is that coming out is that the end is that the end of this year or the They're beginning of next March. year March alright I think it should be probably just before uh, uh, TPF Let's see. When will we see Deadpool in the Monster Bash remake? Well, when will we? I don't know. When will we? Well, Deadpool, they haven't officially announced, I don't believe. But Monster Bash, didn't they finally give a date? No, not a date. They just The problem was uh, they announced that they had it tested for you. I mean, their new machine has been tested for UL testing, and it's all ready to go except for a couple of assemblies not being completed. Well, the problem is when you say that, UL actually puts out because i know because i used to have to deal with ul with a couple of printers we made what's in the ul US. stand for united laboratories i think it's united or is unit i think it's universal laboratory well maybe yeah. it is you i just call them ul because that's all we use yep if you email them it's actually at ul.com which is really weird they have to actually announce what they tested so it's actually easy to find anything that's been tested and certified ul and certification for UL is a pain in the butt to do. It's just known as UL now, but it yes, used to, in the 20th century is known as Underwriters Laboratories. That's it, yes. People actually found out that, oh, wow, look, they had to approve this. And approval has to have the full name in, of the machine. And guess what it is? Monster Bash. So after people started saying, hey, I found it. It's this, this, this. The next day that, you know, Chicago Gaming came out and said, oh, by the way, our new machine is, because we couldn't keep a secret, <laughs> Monster Bash. But they have surprises in store for us. And then we have on July 30th, which will have happened by the time this actually, this is occurring as we speak, yes, probably. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Jack Danger will be streaming Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Yeah, uh, I'm talking to Ryan as we speak, so... 
And the flipper died on the stream three times. Three separate times the flipper died. Bummer. Yeah, so that's not good. But he says – he actually says – By Ryan, you mean Ryan C. of the Ryan Head to Head C. Pinball Podcast? He says Alex Cooper looks badass. So that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Looks – the artwork is tremendous. One of the nicest parts of the artwork is actually covered up, like I think in the upper play field, which is kind of a shame. So hopefully they get those uh, issues straightened out. That's that's yep. a, just some bad luck there. Oh, I guarantee it is. You know, don't forget it's probably a pre-production machine, so it's not – and probably been played a ton before this, practicing and everything like that and getting making sure all the shots are smooth. And everything. So things are going to happen. I think that's pretty much it for that week that we missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go to today's stories. Uh, Monster Bash confirmed. Uh, hey, there surprise, you go. surprise. We've only all been talking about it for almost a year. I'm surprised you didn't put up on your page, your Facebook page, or we should I actually should post the picture I took and sent to you at Pinburg. Oh, the fact that um, Keith Owen realizes Roller Games is awesome? Yes. Yep. Uh, the head-to-head guys, and we can mention them now because the uh, TTI is over. The head-to-head guys interviewed Ben Heck. I'm yes. not all the way through it yet. I've uh, only started it. He is always interesting. I like when he just basically comes out and says, you know, like, the Godzilla license. Like, oh, yeah, Stern's got the Beatles license. They paid an ungodly amount for it, et cetera, et cetera. Jersey Jack Pinball starts Pirates of the Caribbean production. Yes. Woohoo! All right. Yeah. You don't sound too excited. No, because I want to see it. I want to see it out in the field. I want to play one where the upper right play field play actually goes back and forth and not just center to left. Yeah, I'm afraid that it's going to be a mechanical nightmare. Yeah, but Star Trek The Next Generation is a mechanical nightmare, and it's awesome. Not in the field. <sighs> they made 10,000 of them, man. It was awesome. Not in the field. No? No, you no. know it. Admit oh, it. Well. All right. When you go to shows, what do you, what do you think? When you go to the world-famous rock fantasy, how does that one work? Uh, it's not there anymore, I don't believe. Yeah, why not? Shut up. <laughs> okay, Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's the one that got screwed because uh, at Rock Fantasy, like when they have the tournaments, you don't play extra balls, but they don't like change the games and take the extra balls off because it yep. is also a commercial location. and Usually people come in there while your tournament's going on, so you plunge extra balls. Unfortunately, the backdrop target wasn't working, so when I plunged my extra ball, it actually counted as a lock and started multi-ball, which I couldn't play. Oh, that's bold. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's about it. Because most of this is going to be a replay effects anyway. So what did you do this past weekend? Uh, I went to replay effects. Really? What's that like? It's the biggest show in the world. The world? Well, before I went there, I listened to episode two and three of the Riptide Pinball Podcast. And who is in the Riptide Podcast? The Riptide Pinball Podcast is Crystal Gemnick and Stephanie Guida. I finally met Crystal. Very nice, very great person to meet and talk and hang out with. I like her because she's sassy. I like her because she knows how to play pinball really well and probably would have kicked my ass if I was against her in TTI. <laughs> but she's also got a great heart, and she's a very nice person. That, that's what we need in pinball, more of that. And she's a tech. I know, and it's even better. That's like the, she, that's is, like ca- the... she is Canadian, though. Oh, oh. Is that okay? Okay. Well, she's, she's not just... a redhead. She's not a She's redheaded a Canadian, because those, yeah, that's, those that's... yeah, yeah, we know about those. We know about those. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, they came out. Um, Steph pulled a couple of all-nighters mm-hmm. and got the one that was recorded in May out finally, <laughs> and then Yay! the one that was recorded recently out right Yay! before right before Pinburg. And going forward, when it comes to stories involving Steph, I will defer to the Riptide podcast. Because on either episode two or three, she mentions, like, you know, I did this, but it was already covered on the Slam Till podcast, and I don't want that anymore. She's got her own podcast. She can cover her own stuff, you know? You're just guilty because she called you out. She called me out? How did she call me out? She said that, you know, you already talked about it. She wanted the she glory, and you the stole Slam the thunder. Till podcast. I'm sure she was. It was meant more towards you. Me? Yeah. Besides, she's like 20 podcasts behind and listening. She won't hear this for another two months. Exactly. We're good. Exactly. We can talk about it. We're her. good. We're good. <laughs> and speaking of podcasts, I just want to address one thing quickly. This came into our Slam Tilt Facebook email box or Ooh. Facebook box or whatever you call it. From Joe. Uh, that our podcast is not showing up in Google Podcasts. And you're right. You're right. And there's nothing I can do about it. I've tested. I have a droid now. I'm no longer an iPhone person. I have a Ooh. I have a Droid, and Whoa. I tried at least four or five podcatchers, and they all find us just fine. Google Podcast is actually a very minimalistic podcast catcher. Like it doesn't even it doesn't let you enter an actual RSS feed. I mean, even like the even the Apple one does that. Like their their basic podcast program, you can put the RSS feed in. It mm-hmm. literally you just search, and if it comes up and the episode's not there, it's not there. I, I don't know what to say. We are officially almost everywhere. Yeah, up, yeah. We're on iTunes, Google, and Stitcher. Yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, I said it in wrong order though. I like I guess iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes, and I'm Ron Hallett. Yes, and we're updated pretty much every podcatcher I've tested. So I don't know, and we still have the re- I still have the redirect on on the old RSS feed. So I really don't know what to do at this point. Fail. I'm sorry. We have failed. Because I was going to suggest, like, just put our direct RSS feed in and do that. But this app doesn't let – the Google Podcast app doesn't let you do that. Mm. So uh, please try another podcatcher. I'm sorry. Or or listen to us through Google Play, which is included on your Droid. 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 Podcast Garden, we are officially – we're still on there, but our paid part ran out. So now I can only post, like, once a month. So that there will no longer be any updates to podcast card. I may next month just put like the hundredth episode on there for posterity, mm-hmm. which means it probably will show up in Google Podcasts. But uh, after that, nope, that's it. All right, are you ready? Replay FX. Nope, fail already. Okay, I got to Bruce's house Tuesday. Thank you. Yeah, you got to see Frank and Cheetah. I got to see Frank and Cheetah. Well, even before that, because I had the whole week off. So I went Tuesday, me and my dad, we went down to the Silver Ball Saloon. Ooh, where's that? You tell me, where is it? In beautiful East Rochester, New York, 135 West Commercial Street. So I went there, and and I decided, you know, I'm hanging out with Zach and Steph a lot has got me more into the whole rules thing. Like, yeah, maybe I need to learn some of these games. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Bruce. Pretty much everyone knows these games except me. And yes. Ronnie needs to up his game. So I went right over to Guardians of the Galaxy with Zach, which I know he wasn't even there yet. I went all oh. I went there, but he knew I was coming. So I went over to yeah, Guardians and started playing it. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then I sense a presence over my shoulder, and there's Zach. Hi, the- Zach. So it's like, here, Zach, show me how the hell this game works. What, what am I supposed to do? So we go over the game, and um, I actually kind of liked it. When I first played it, it was just group ball. Yes. But there's way more to the game now. The only thing I don't like is the right ramp. Like, I could not hit the right ramp at all. It's hard. And I told Zach, like, I can't hit the right ramp. And he said, like, yeah, it's terrible. It's like, don't don't even try to hit it. Like, wow, okay. So if he thinks it's too hard to hit, then maybe it's too hard. But we went through the game. Uh, we played one game, which he beat me. And then we played a second game. I, I said, like, can we let's play a second game? And he's like, uh, all right. So we play a second game. And he proceeds to get to the final wizard mode of the game. Save Xandar. Yeah. Basically, I got to see everything in the game. Including a $4.8 billion ending save Xandar shot. Yeah. Dollar point. Dollar point. Yeah, 4.8 billion point shot. It's just 4.8 billion comes up on the screen. But I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. What was his final score? Like, almost 9 billion? 9.2 billion. Ridiculous. It's like, uh, okay, thanks for showing me how to play the game. Yeah. I'll have to file that away. See, the things I got to get down are the actual modes and what the shots are. They blink at you. Well, I know, but I mean, like, if I want if I want to get an orb, I want to pick whatever mode is the one where orb is lit a lot. Yes. You know, things like that. Those are the kinds of things I got to memorize. Like, on Dialed In, I have all that memorized because it's my game and I play it. Like, I know every mode, what the shots are. That was fun. I specifically try to play, play games like that to get mm-hmm. better. Play better. Play better. I had the greatest burgers ever and the awesome curly fries. Thank you, sir. And I'm not just saying that, folks. It is one of the better burgers of any place I've been to. And they're big. And the fries are excellent. We did a half-pound Angus beef. Mm -hmm. And Steph will tell you about the funnel cake fries. Yes, she will. So after I left there, went to uh, Bruce's house. The new place. New place. Actually slept over, and then the next morning, before leaving for Pittsburgh, got to see the Frankenchita. Yes. Which booted. It boots. Here's not, the, any, not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> well, here's the funny conversation. Like, it boots, but none of the coils work. Yeah. So, okay, so I go in there, I turn it on. It boots. Now, most sterns, they reset the coils. All right. So, <laughs> when I went back over there with Bruce, you know, I... I like you say, none of the coils work. I put it in test mode, and all the coils start firing. Like, I thought you said the coils didn't work. Until one blew. Oh, no, we didn't blow that yet. Yeah, yeah. So we tried, you know, right flipper, good. Left flipper, you can hear like a... Then to flip it a second time, pop. Done. Fuse Everything done. dead. Fuse blown up. Yep. So one of the flippers is bad. Coils, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to order that. And then it won't boot right now because I had to steal the power driver board for uh, stars that died over the weekend. Oh, that needs to work for, uh, well, we'll get into that. But then Bruce showed me all his loot, like his NOS stars play field. Fuck you. His <laughs> NOS cheetah play field. Fuck you. His perfect stars back glass. Fuck you. You got to admit that was a nice. Yes. Pickup. Well, we we're going to tell, we we're going to tell our listeners you know, when, when he got that, was it everything it was cracked up to be Bruce? And then more. And then more. And yeah, then some. Yeah, yes. No, and then more. And, and the funny thing is he left it in the uh, bedroom where I slept, so I got to stare at this perfect stars back glass <laughs> all night. What a dick. I was a dick for that one. Yeah, it's just sitting right there like, hi, I'm perfect, and I'm not in your game. Yes. It's not mine either yet. 
So you can. I mean, it's not yours either. It's not in my game yet. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're going to have an NOS playfield and a, a almost NOS backlash in the stars. I hate you. This is not fair. You could have bought it. I I gave you uh, no second chance. You made, no, you didn't give me a second chance. You told me like I want to make sure you don't go to buy this unless I say no. Uh, no, <laughs> it's it's on. Uh, folks, listen to episode was it ninety nine? You will hear exactly what he said. <laughs> So after that, me and Dad left. Oh, first we went to the diner we always stop at. Yep, right by my house. It's you know, like a Jersey diner, which is really good. Yep. Then we were off to Pittsburgh, which was pretty smooth, pretty uneventful. Got there, there around four, I don't know. And, and everything was in walking distance. We parked at the Grant Transportation Center, walked to the Omni, checked in. Then we walked to the Grant... Uh, was it Grant Grill? Not Grant. Was it Grant? I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of it. I think it was the Grant Grill. I don't think it was the Grant Grill. I can't remember what it was. It was it was a grill. Whatever. So you walk in, you get your uh, get your wristband, you get your uh, Pinberg entry. You, you're checked in for Pinberg, so mm-hmm. you don't have, you don't have to check in at the actual convention center on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, then you get you also get ten percent off. If you show them your wristband, which I had to remind the waitress because they did not give us 10% off. Fail. Then Zach showed up. He checked in, attempted to put his wristband on, and immediately broke it. Oh, my God. He put it on too tight, and then he tried to take it off. And I'm there like, that's not going to work. It's going to break it. And it did. He just kind of taped it on the rest of the show. Yikes. So that was pretty funny. And me and Zach ended up, we went to a, uh, there's like a small arcade right by there. The games were all on five ball hmm. and the tilts are like very loose. Oh no. And what you just hear is games sliding. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. We played some, um, walking dead. Some, I think we played guardians again, played attack from Mars family guy. Then Steph arrived. Then I think we went to five guys, which was excellent. Always like going to five guys. And I think that was, that was it for me. How was your, how was your Wednesday? Uh, I had to work from two to about six thirty. We had the concert across the street from the bar. I had to set up that with tents and get the made regular bar ready to go. And then Andy showed up at like six fifty. So okay, six fifty. What was the last time you could actually go to the the grill and get your tickets from one to eleven o'clock? That's four hours and ten minutes. The time to make it from Rochester to Pittsburgh is four hours and thirty minutes. Bruce made it in four hours and five minutes. So you're admitting speeding on our podcast. Yeah, but I had to figure out exactly where I was speeding and how fast. Okay, you were speeding. All right, so you made it there. Made it there with four minutes to spare. We were the last people. I got to see Virginia and Petey. Hi, guys. And got the last wristband, of course, for the night. And then they were packing up. And we went back to the hotel and crashed. So you got a good night's sleep. I did. I got a good night's sleep every night. Mm-hmm. Six hours. Yeah, for, that's good. For, for Pinburg, that's great. That's, yeah, six to seven is about what I usually get. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep any more than that. If I sleep eight hours, I just, I'm tired all day and I have a headache. So we begin... Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah. So it starts 
at uh well first they open at eight you get to practice for an hour if you want yep then at nine you have to stop practicing and then they have check-in starts at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. and we actually had i don't know if you heard about the the todd mcculloch deal that, that mm-hmm. happened i heard about it but let everyone else hear about it todd mcculloch the former nba player and noted pinhead he was on the waiting list he was like a hundred he was yeah. he was way down there so he showed up and forgot to check in. Ooh. Like at like 9.30, and it, it did state like you're supposed to check. If you were on the on-call or the wait list, check in at the front desk at 9.30. Just, and all you got to do is tell him, I'm here. Yep. And he did not, so he got passed over. He, he would have been in. How do you not miss? Well, that's the thing. You think even if you didn't check in, how could you miss him? But, I mean, they were trying to follow the rules. Yep. Just don't assume, like, oh, oh, you're here. No, you, you needed to actually go in and check in, and he did not. So that was unfortunate. Mm. So we started at 10 o'clock, playing our first round, and let's go over our wonderful sessions. I have them all saved. Yeah, one thing I, I learned is a lot of these games, especially a lot of some of these EMs, really suck. They're really, really bad. Actually, the EMs I did the best on this year. Yeah, but some of the ones I had to play really suck, but we'll get into that. Okay, so what did you have your first round? Heed the Storm Warning was the name of the bank. I had Pirates of the Caribbean, Aces and Kings, Hurricane, and X's and O's. That's a bad round. Pirates? Probably brutal. Here's the thing. I didn't keep track of anything, so I have no idea what I got in any of these games. Oh, my God. And, And Oh, yeah. Um, Zach was disappointed. I did not collect data, and I don't remember anything half the time anyway, so Pirates? See, I, I can't remember where I finished in half these games, unfortunately. Fail, fail, and fail. fail. I prom- next year, well, if I get in, because you never know, with the two to three seconds max you have to like refresh and get in, if I get in, I will, I will do uh, pictures of all the score sheets. Because um, Zach actually did. He took pictures of all his score sheets and then made full notes on like anything he didn't get a three on, on how he failed. I did it even easier. You did it even easier. Okay. Yep. I actually put it in my notes for my phone. Before we started the round, I took all four games, put it in the order that I was going to play them, and then put on the side of it notes that I needed. So it was all together. You people are really serious about this. That's how I become like a C player here. That, that's how you make the playoffs, which I haven't done in like four years or something. So Pirates, I did I did the usual thing. I was surprised. They, they left the gate in right after the the um, the shooter, the plunge. So you could just saw plunge, right flipper, right to the time lock. I just kept doing that till that started. I sunk one ship. I couldn't remember if multi-ball actually started when you sunk a ship. I thought it did, and, and it did. So I had a decent multi-ball. But I believe Nick Shell... Hi, Nick. The guy I got my cheetah from, he came back on his uh, ball. He was player four. He came back on the last ball to, to beat me, so I ended up with a two. Aces and Kings is just, I'm looking at it here. You basically, want, there's two lanes, and you want to go through the correct, the lit one. It's one of the mo- most important things in the game. Then it has this, uh, like, a lamp. I always call it the lamp. It's the same mech that's on um, Tales of the Arabian Nights with the lamp on it except without a lamp on it, but the same spinny thing. And then there's, like, uh, collect holes. So I, I played that. I don't remember what I did on that. Hurricane is Hurricane. Bad. Ah, 
I don't, I don't remember what I did on that. What what was my... Does it even have my score here? Hold on. What did I have for that round? I'm trying to figure out what I had on the games. I don't remember. X's and O's is the one with the, the skill shot, which is only active for, like, what, five seconds. So when the person's, like, right, you got to... When one person's done, you got to run up there and, and boom. And I don't think anybody hit the skill shot. Not a single player hit it in all three it's balls. It's a hard It's a hard skill it's shot. It's a very hard skill shot. So... I got a six that round. Mm. So what was your first round, your first session? I had uh, Cactus Canyon, Liberty Bell, Funhouse, and Pinball Champ 82. So Cactus Canyon, zero. Total fail. Could not hit a shot to save my life. Liberty Bell squeaks out a one. I put in my notes. Funhouse, got a two. And Pinball Champ, I got a three. Just hit the spinner all day. That's my notes. So I came out of that with a six also. Okay. So for mine, I think I think what I'm going to do here... Yeah, I think what I'm going to do here... I'm going to go over mine quicker because, unlike you, I don't remember anything. I have notes. If something bad happened, I'll remember it. Uh, okay, this one, I actually do remember bad things that happened. Okay, Iron Man, I believe I won because one because I was the only one that got the monger up. And then, you know, got multi-ball, hit the monger a bunch of times. What's the games? Tell them the games beforehand. Uh, oh, Iron Man, Slick Chick, Lethal Weapon 3, and 8-Ball Champ. Okay, this is, I remember you saying Lethal Weapon 3, best bank I'm going to have. Yes. Iron Man, like I said, I won that. Okay, so you have three. Slick Chick is just the one-player game. It was one of the older games that they have. I think it's even like a manual launch into the, uh, yes, the shooter is. lane, and it's a bullshit luck box fuck face. Basically, I lost because I drained incorrectly. Yes. The other players drained out the gobble hole, which is 100 points. I drained yes. out the out hole. That was nothing. that was the margin of victory. Total luck box bullshit. I know someone will say, that's a skill thing. Like I guess I, guess I should have been shooting at the gobble hole. That is my fault. Uh, eight ball champ. I don't remember what I did. I don't remember. Uh, lethal weapon three. I did shit the first two balls, and then the third ball I played forever. Full Lethal Weapon 3 awesomeness. I so want this game. I've offered, I found him a couple of them, and I they didn't want them, guys. I pretty much did everything you can do. It's awesome. Love it. Just killed it. Destroyed everyone on that game. So what did, what did I get? Let's see. In that, I got a 6. So you only won 2, and you lost 2. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh wow, that's right. I took two zero. Uh, that's that's no. I didn't have zero. I'm, I, maybe I was second in Iron Man. Okay. Whatever. Okay, see, Next. that's why you need to make notes. Why do okay, I need round... to make notes? What what does it matter? Because you sound more professional. That's true, and I can see how I made mistakes. Exactly, and work on those mistakes. Yeah, but then I'll just beat up myself later. I do it all the time. Uh, okay. Round two for me: Royal Flush Deluxe, Attack from Mars, Poker Plus, and Jurassic Park. Royal Flush Deluxe walked up there, and it was a big old fat goose egg. I had two house balls right next to my notes. Attack from Mars, crushed. Got $5.7 billion. Poker Plus, first time playing this, and it's all about the skill shot, which we'll go into later on. Up on the top, there's three lanes. If you hit the left one or the right one, you start with 50,000 points, and every drop target you take down and then sweep along the side rails get you more points. We'll get into this later on. It's more important later. Uh, and Jurassic Park, I came out with a two. So that round, I came out also with a six. 
So me and Ron are tied at 12 after two rounds. Next round, I got to play on the stage. I played Dialed In, Starpool, Black Belt, and Harlem Globetrotters. Okay, so you got a guaranteed nine out of this one. Uh, Yes, that's what I got. I got a nine. I don't know. Yep, Dialed In. I had a cool little sequence where I was in a mode. I hit the Big Bang, the target that lights Big Bang, Mm -hmm. and then it hit Big Bang, like, in succession. Like, Big Bang ready. Big Bang hit. Boom. Like, ah. Then the third ball, I, I got through a shit ton of modes and kicked ass. And I'll tell you, this dialed in did not have the protector on the SIM card hole. And it's so nice and easy, it's isn't so it? Oh, nice. Same thing. Same thing at Pin, uh, Pintastic. That's the way to go. But I mean, it also had a massive amount of wear on it. But man, it just plays so much better without that on there. You can literally aim and hit the freaking SIM card. So manufacturers, here's what you need to do: make the hole a little bigger. And then put the cliff unit so it would be the regular size hole. Done. Or do the carry stair protector from underneath somehow that it fits yeah. in there. Please, yeah, somebody. Yeah, like the other way. Somebody, because it's just, it's a it's a completely different game when it doesn't reject out of that hole. Because mm-hmm. it's really not an overly hard shot when it doesn't have the protector on it. Uh, star pool, some EM, I can't remember what I did. Black belts, trying to remember... Yeah, I think I was last going into ball three, and I, I was able to keep it up top of those two upper flipper things mm-hmm. through the, like, the crazy ramps it has and was able to pull ahead of the other two players and get a second. Mm. And then of Harlem Globetrotters, I believe I won. I played that pretty good. Yep, so there's your nine. There's my nine. Next. I had a uh, round three eight-ball deluxe break shot, 300, and Twilight Zone. So 8-Ball Deluxe, Bally Bruce, right? Zero. Break shot, zero. 300. I got a point. The only reason why I got a point, somebody tilted through. Cool. Or not for them. TZ, it was cool for me because I got a point. TZ, the last player, tilted big time. I should only got one point. He tilted his bonus away. I got two points. So my round was a big old fat whopping three. One of the worst scores I've ever gotten in Pinburg. Hmm. That tells you how my day was going. I was actually, I screwed up. What else is new? I know. I I gave you my fourth round. Oh, fail. So what was your third? So my third third round, I got a, let's see, what did I get the third round? Oh, I got got a two. Isn't that great? What did you play? I played Godzilla. Hilo Ace, Whirlwind, and Xenon. Hilo Ace was one of those... Actually, I don't remember. Whirlwind... Uh, actually, I don't remember. Xenon, I could have got a third, but I tilted trying to save the ball. Mm. On that right out lane. I tried a little Wicked Shimmy action, and when I looked up, it's like, ah, I should have let it drain, because I could have at least got third. I could have got a point. Godzilla, uh, I had absolutely nothing. Until the end. Yeah, I think Godzilla, I got a two. Wow. So, yeah, I took so zero. So, we both on had the other bad three. three rounds. Bad round threes. Round threes, yeah. Then round four, I was on the stage and um, all the stuff I said before. Okay. Round four for me. Johnny Mnemonic, Spanish Eyes, Genesis, and Flight 2000. And I was actually standing next to Zach during this round. And next to uh, Tim Sexton. So, we had a good BS session going on. Yep, Tamar. And, uh... Johnny Mnemonic, I got a two. Spanish Eyes, I had a two. 
Genesis, I got this. The people just came back on me. I got a one and Flight 2000. I had two house balls, and then when I started, like, okay, I better do something better. I'm just gonna go for the spinner. I hit the spinner once, came back to my left flipper, hit the post next to the left spinner, right down the middle. Done. One. So I came out of there with a six in round four. All right, round five, I played X-Men, Miss O, Police Force, and Firepower. Uh, Miss O, I got the wonderful one-player bullshit where I got to put a score up that I actually thought was decent and then watch the other three players all pass it. Mm, like ba- like barely play. pass it, too. That That's always awesome. I love that. That's so fun. I got to play Firepower where I think I hit the spinner once. <laughs> so I think I th- – did I even get – I got one point on that. Then I got to play X-Men. And then took a zero, so that's that's three la- last three times I played X Men in a tournament I have lost mm. or gotten a zero. Police force, which the entire game is you just hit the center ramp. Yes, I got third on that, so I got a whopping two points again. Oh, so round gosh. three and round five I had two points, two point rounds. Isn't that great? Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I'm feeling really, really good at this point. So what did you end up as your final? Halfway round point total. Halfway round. My halfway round point total was 27 and 33, under 500, baby. Yeah. Okay, so for Bruce here, he was up on the stage with a different bank than Ron. He had Iron Maiden, Hotline, Escape Lost World, and Time Fantasy, the snail game. Iron Maiden, crushed, 250 million, got my name up. Hotline, which is one of those EMs, the single player, crushed it, got a three. Escape from Lost World, followed pin tips, crushed it, got two multi-balls, got a three, and then Time Fantasy. Couldn't hit. I hit the outer loop a couple times. Those guys just kept on hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. I got a one on that, so I came out of that with a ten for a grand total at the end of round. I had 31 and 29, so I was above 500. And then high C, high C. High C. Yep. And you were in low C, weren't you? Low C, yep. But you would have been in D if he wasn't restricted. Oh, really? That was that yes. bad? Bummer. That bad. That was that bad. My father ended up in D. Yes, he did. Notable people that we knew, Eric Russell ended in B. Zach ended in B. Tim Sexton, A. Andy Cushman, B. Jason Plord, C. And Summer, who was with me, was in C also. J.T. Harrison, also in C. J.T. Harrison was actually early yes. showing up. That's incredible. That'll be, later on, we'll get to a different thing about that. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Oh, yes, yes. All right. So that was the first day. All the um, divisions are established. Okay, now hold on. Before the day even started... We're waiting for a roll call before 10 o'clock, you know, saying, hey, giving us a heads up and rules like that. And I look over, and there's Martin in the middle of the table section, just looking around, taking it all in. And, Ron, am I a little loud sometimes when I need to be? Yes, you are. I yelled out, Martin! And everyone looked at Martin and me, and he came over, saw me. I, I looked at him. And he came up, and we hugged, and we had a great time. And I actually hung out with Martin probably like 10 hours this whole weekend. One of the nicest guys. I call him Ryan C. a lot. Doesn't he have great hair? He does. Doesn't he look just like Steve Ritchie? Yes, he actually he does, looks- he does not realize how much he looks like Steve Ritchie yet. 
and he looks pretty good for his old age. <laughs> He's getting the stern tour today. He did get it. I saw the pictures. From a distance, I've been to so many shows. I've seen Steve. Steve Steve always wears black. Yep. All black. He's he's fairly short. And he's got yep. really skinny legs. And Martin looked like literally from the back. It's like it's Steve Ritchie. It's Steve Ritchie. <laughs> Play better, mate. Play better, mate. <laughs> mate. Okay. <laughs> Play better, mate. <laughs> I got to meet uh, Rob Peck from Australia. Also, hang out with him and had dinner with him. Great guy. He is the master of the system elevens, if I remember correctly. Oh yes, that's yes. true. Yes. Very nice guy. Him and his wife very friendly. Very good, nice people. Actually, everyone I met from other countries were incredible. He's the one, his daughter is like 16, but she's in college already. College, smarter than a whip, and she's a great pinball player. Yep. And, and oh, yeah, she won. Um, in disc. In disc. Yep. yep. Danielle, I think, is her name. Yes, it is. So, my session six, round six. Ron got his good night's sleep, right? He's ready to rock. He's in C, fighting for his life. Sure. I got a good night's sleep. I was on uh, one cactus per seashell. Huh? Whatever. Demo Man, Safari, Cactus Jacks, and Barracora. I played the same bank later on, so let's see how we did against each other. Safari, I don't remember. I remember I played this in practice, and I kind of got where the skill shot was, and I don't remember what I did on it. Uh, Barracora, I got. I actually got the multi ball. I think I was second, maybe. I don't remember. I am bad at this. I would need to write this down. Demo Man. This I remember distinctly because I played this particular Demo Man probably as much as I played my own. This is the one that I've always played when it was at Papa. It's got the, you know, claw disabled sign on it. So I've, I played this exact one so many times. And it, you know, it plays like Demo Man. It's awesome. Unfortunately, though, you know, I, I get the first multi ball. And then I do, you know, I get all the jackpots, I get the super, drain out, second ball, trying to remember, I think I drained out quickly. The third third ball, I, I hit the, since the claw is disabled, when you hit the ramp, it lights the lock, or it gives you a freeze. So I hit the right ramp, I get the freeze, multi-ball is ready. The next deal, the one we all love, the uh, multi-ball. Mm-hmm. I proceed to hit the multi-ball start shot three consecutive times, like perfectly, and it rejects all three times. Demo man. And I drain out. The next two players... Get it right get away. Get it first time. First, it goes right in. Player three passes me. Then player four passes everybody. And it's a point. So I went from like thinking, I'm, you know, I have this in the bag, to I'm like third. Wow, that sucks. So then Cactus Jacks... Ugh. I don't think I hit a single shot. Not a single one. Another zero. So what did I have for that round? I had a five. Okay, so remember that, folks, when I get to my round of the same games. So I must have had... I had a one on demo. What the hell did I do? I th- must have been Barracora. I probably won Barracora and then got a one on the EM. So all right, you're round six. Uh, I had Countdown, Monster Bash, Target Pool, and Game Show. Countdown, I came away with a two. Monster Bash, I crushed. I had like 55 million, not even a blink. Target Pool, I unfortunately liked Target Pool, didn't like me, got a one. And I got Game Show, and I got barely a one. I squeaked out a one. So my total was a seven. And I actually, with a seven, went down in points. Like I was ranked like 24th in C. 
I went down to forty eighth with a seven with a yeah with a seven. All right, next round. Round seven. Round seven. I got to play Walking Dead, Cosmos, Bonsai Run, and Supersonic. So I'm I'm psyched. I mean Walking Dead, I like playing Walking Dead. I did good on it last year. Bonsai Run I like. Supersonic I love. Yep. I mean, I'm gonna kill that, right? First game we play Supersonic, take a zero. <laughs> Couldn't hit a thing. That that's Kind of my whole Penberg literally could not hit anything. Yeah, I had a lot, I had a lot of house balls. My uh, oh no, I don't mean house balls. I mean just no accuracy at all. Just just horrible levels. Then what did I do? I think I took first on Walking Dead. I took second on Bonsai Run, and I think I won. Yeah, I won Cosmos. So I ended up with a eight. Nice. Which was nice after getting a zero on Super Sonic. That might have been my best mental performance of the night. Mm. You know, the game I'm figuring I'm going to kill and I take a zero on it, but then come back and, 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 and not suck. And I had the lead in Bonsai Run till the end. I think yeah, you saw, I I think you saw uh, that game. Yep. You guy passed yep. me. Yep. He actually got, he oh, he actually got the multi ball. He got multi ball and actually insane. got it. Yep. And got it. So uh, round seven was my best round of the night. I had Evil Knievel, World Poker Tour. Gator and Big Guns. So, of course, I went to Zach and say, how do I play Big Guns? I know the rest. And he told me, just go keep the ball up top and keep on trying to hit trolls and do not lock something for multi-ball because they can steal it. Not steal it, but, you know, make it easier for them. So, Evil Knievel, I got a three. Crushed it. I went spinner. Spinner all day. They didn't know what to hit him. The first ball, I already had 300,000 spinner. Uh, World Poker Tour. Crushed it. Got about 45 million. Gator, got a two, missed out by like 200 points. And then Big Guns, got a three. So I got an 11 and one. First time ever in Pinburg, I got 11 and one. Nice. So felt pretty good. So we go to session eight, round yes. eight. I got to play Attack from Mars. Oh, this sounds familiar because you played this earlier. Yes, I did. Attack from Mars, Poker Plus, Jurassic Park, and Royal Flush Deluxe. And what was your scores on those? I don't remember. Oh, God. I honestly, I really don't remember. I remember Jurassic Park saying, like, oh, smart missile's disabled. Oh, well. I remember not starting multi-ball. So mm. I probably didn't do well there. Royal Flush Deluxe was the one that screwed me last year. It's a stupid one with all the targets and and, and yep. it's got the lanes in the back you want to hit it in. I must have probably probably did shitty at that too. Poker plus I don't even remember. Attack from Mars. Oh, Attack from Mars. I was in first. That's right. On my third ball, I'd already gotten multi ball. I'd gotten the supers. I, I was ahead, and I had one more. Oh, I just started uh, Martian multi ball where the Martians are you know doing their jiggling mm-hmm. thing, and I had the right ramp lit for Toll Annihilation. So literally, I was about to start Toll Annihilation. I would have been able to get Martian multi-ball because the balls would have just, you know, the Martians would have just got hit and it would have just started. And couldn't make the shot, drained, and the fourth player basically just went for saucers and somehow, in a single ball, blew up two saucers without draining. Hmm. Just kept shooting saucers, did not go for anything else, and passed me. So what was your total on that one? Total on that one was six. So okay, six so we tied. We tied on that one. That was the one we tied on because I played that in the, the day before. 
So your session eight was? Barracora, Demo Man, Safari, and Cactus Jack. Wait a minute. These sound familiar. They do. Barracora, I got a one. Just couldn't hit anything. Demo Man, crushed, got a three. Got two multi-balls, got the... Safari, I got a two. Cactus Jacks, I barely squeaked out a one. I actually put luck, so I ended up with a seven in round eight. Okay, now we're to nine. We're getting to the uh, nitty-gritty here. Yes, you need at this, more at points this point, than ever. I'm 46 and 50. I'm not even over 500. And all I want to be at this point is I just want to be over 500. So we play a very long tour. Batman Stern. Straddle Flight. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Roadshow. And Alien Star. We talked about this during lunch. Straddle Flight is a f- terrible game. Oh, it's a box. It is a box. Crap. Where basically you want to get it in the saucer at the top, mm-hmm. and in hope. If, if it comes out of the saucer, there's a pop bumper there, and you want to bump it back in. If it gets out of that area, you're you're, you're not going to score anything unless somehow it just amazingly gets back up in that area. Total bullshit luck box crap. Mm-hmm. I basically I what did I have on that? I think I took a might have been like a three or something. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was like, yeah, it was like I got one point, a third, on that because I just did not get it in the saucer as much as the other players did. Of course. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, bullshit. That's just a shit game. I played that game twice before, and both times I got a zero. Mm-hmm. And one, the last year, I, had, I actually saw my picture from yesterday, four house balls. Mm. Then I played Alien Star. Mm-hmm. which I love Alien Star. Zach has an Alien Star, and we both agreed. It's like, if I can do the thing once or twice, I'm probably going to win. And I did the thing, which is I shats the right-in lane, lit spinner, crushed it, got like, i trying to remember how much I had. You know, the score just goes up exponentially. It might have been like 500K or something from nothing to 500K, and no one could catch it because no one could do the thing. The thing, do the, the thing. thing. So I won that. Then we go to a Batman... Stern, Batman. I'm Batman. Which uh, I did good. This is the one round we talked about what to actually do on the games, and it's the one round I did probably best on. What does that say? Yikes. We yeah, prepped them. Yeah. We gave you good prep you, you, work. You prepped me, and I actually executed. Batman, I got the Scarecrow um, stack with the uh, Joker, and got a shitload of jackpots and crap. And, Jackpot. Yeah, yeah, and all on one ball. Did nothing else and, and won. Roadshow. Okay, Roadshow... I was told basically go for Miami. Now the problem is to like switch to different tracks or different routes, you got to hit stand-ups. Yes. Which are dangerous. And I was told, you know, Miami, it's switch hits, then hit the spinner and you'll win. And I'm like, you know, what about multi-ball? I was basically going for the multi-ball. I was hitting Ted. I got it up to Friday. Friday. Quitting time. Yeah. Through all this, though, I ended up hitting one the of the standups that changed it to Miami, and then it fell in the start from behind. Nice. Yeah, and I just see, spring break, Miami, and I'm like, holy shit, there it is, spinner. I hit the spinner, like, I don't know, twice. I got, like, 100 million, like, on one mode. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up having multi-ball ready and missed Ted twice uh... in drain. So that, but I ended up winning that game. So I ended up with a 10. Nice. Hmm. 
above 500 for the first time. Yes, yes, I was. Uh, round nine for me is your favorite round of all that I would say for games wise. Six million dollar man, Tron, Dragon, and Space Station. Six million dollar man. Yeah, I got a one. <laughs> Tron, I got a zero. So now think about it. Halfway through round nine, I'm going. I'm fucked. Dragon, come back, take the three. I had a killer third ball. I actually wrote myself 450,000, 450k on ball four, on ball three. Sorry, ball three. Space Station got a two. So I came out of that with a six in round nine. All right, we go to round ten. The final round. The final. The final round. And I am on Monopoly. Captain Fantastic, Road Kings, and Paragon. Oh, wow. You think you should be crushing this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Actually, I didn't do that bad for the terrible start. Paragon was Paragon. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. I don't think I got a one, one Ooh. point, a third, one point, I think. Uh, let's see. Monopoly, I couldn't see. Why couldn't you see? Okay, here, let's, first, first controversy is they had issues with glare yes, in, the, they in did. the Pinburg area. And they decided to combat these issues. The solution was to turn the lights almost off, yes. like way down. At 10 I, I o'clock at night, 9 it, o'clock at night. Well, they did, it, they did it Wednesday night and Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, so you probably had half the people who were happy and half the people who were really pissed. Pissed. I was on the really pissed range mm-hmm. because with the glare, you could move your head. Like yep. you can, and and I'm pretty flexible up there. You know, I can go directly over the game, or I can do like the lime and cheese position, and either yep. works. So I can yep. kind of move it around, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. When you turn the lights down, I can't see a fucking thing. You got it, especially on a Monopoly. In Monopoly, and it doesn't didn't have LEDs or anything. It's just a very dim game because all the shit on it. I literally could not. I had lost one ball because I thought it was like going towards the right flipper. It was actually going towards the left flipper. That's how far off it was. I literally could do nothing. So the third ball, I, I got cash grab started. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the upper right flipper was fucked up. It was like way up, like not in the alignment hole, like not even close. Like it was almost pointing at the safe. I don't know how you would hit the side ramp. Maybe it was put that way on purpose. I don't know. So I start cash grab and cannot get control. I managed not to panic. I, I, I hit one shot. And I'm like, I, I'm like last. I got nothing going. It's like, fuck it. I just went for the center ramp continuously. So I figure eventually the lock will let. I'll get some points. And it's literally the only thing. I, I just got really low to the game, stared at the flipper, the only thing I could see, and just tried to hit the center ramp continuously. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I managed to eke a point out. Yeah, I got a point. So I managed not to get last. Full only point. Be, only because I just kept hitting the center ramp. Then we played Captain Fantastic. Uh, after three balls, I'm last. Last two balls, I finally like realize how I'm supposed to play the game. Yeah, do not use the left not, flipper. Well, I'm not using the upper right flipper at all. all I'm right, literally right, using sorry. it to drop catch into the other flippers. You got it, and boy. Just hitting, You're learning. And just hitting orbits continuously yep. and totally blew it up. I, th- I got 100K plus on it yep. in, two ball- in two balls after doing nothing and won that. Mm-hmm. Then we played Road Kings, which, thank God, did not have LEDs in it. If it did, I would have been totally screwed. I wouldn't have been able to see anything. 
we had um, a woman in our group. I can't remember her name. She killed it. She killed, she she went way ahead of us, and I ended up I got second, barely. Like they didn't catch up to me. The other two players. So I ended up getting uh, a seven, which this is this is a mistake, folks. I just assumed I didn't make it and didn't even look. Which someone said later, like, "Hey, Ron, you you just missed out." Like, what yes, do you mean? You what, what do you mean? I just missed out? There's no way. I just I didn't feel I played anywhere near good enough to make anything. But you were just good enough to miss it. Yeah, I guess so. It turns out I had yeah, sixty four got you into the tiebreaker, the weird tiebreaker stuff they had. Yes, we'll talk about next. And I had sixty three. It's like shit. So oh, two well. points extra. You anywhere you would have could have got two yeah, points. Yeah, um, yeah. If you I would have been seen in a monopoly game where if Paragon was a little nicer, yep. I would have been in the playoffs. Like, damn it. And remember, folks, I started like I was only there because of restrictions. So I was at the, the most bottom of C you can be. But my father, in round nine, he goes one in eleven. Yes, he did. Then in round ten, he goes eleven and one. He misses out a final on the final game was flash. He lost by like 182k to 181k. Yep. And he missed out by one point. If he had won that game, he would have got a medallion and he would have been in D playoffs. Yep. But. No. No. So how did yours end, Bruce? My last four games, giving her up right now, was Joker Poker, Dirty Harry, Magic City, and Indy, the good one, Williams. Joker Poker only got a one. Couldn't get anything going on it. First two balls were house balls, I actually wrote. Dirty Harry squeaked out a two. I even wrote that. Squeaked out a two. I think I won like... I had like 258 million, while the guy behind me had 257. So I got that extra point. Magic City, I crushed. I uh, I read pin tips and uh, went for hit. I actually hit the where. There's a target. There's a a thing that goes across. It spells Magic City, and then when there's actually a light that goes above each letter, and when it was blinking on the the thing you're supposed to hit the middle target, which is a star, which makes everything light up like a Christmas tree. I lit it up on the first ball and I just crushed the game. So that was a good thing. Indy, I got a two. So I came out of that with a eight for my final round and qualified for C playoffs. Very good. I even got a bye. Yes, you did. I'm trying to remember what else I did the rest of the day after that. I think I just Went played. Home. I, th- I think I just played more games. We hung out for a few minutes, and then we were waiting, and then they said, "Nope, there's no pl- there's no tiebreakers. It's all the playoff system. You'll see it in another hour. Have a good night." Yeah, there were no tiebreakers. There's no tiebreakers. They had a different system now this year where they went by your past four rounds beforehand, so there was no sandbagging. And the reason they did this is just they've had issues in the past getting people, like people not being there for tiebreakers. Yeah. So. I made it in. I was the ninth top qualifier in C. I did not. Pretty much everybody, everybody in little, New York did. Everyone in our little group made it in except me and Steph. Yeah, upstate New York really represented. Steph ended up in B division. Nice. She, she played better. She finished uh, one one win ahead of me. Wow. Which is more impressive because it's in B. Yes. So you really sucked this year. Yeah. <sighs> 
She finished ahead of 603 people out of 843. Nice job, Steph. We're not supposed to talk about Steph, though. Exactly. I'm sure she'll go into it more in detail on the Riptide (laughs) Pinball Podcast. So Saturday pretty much had nothing to do as far as uh, playoffs. So I went straight to Karate Champ and played it like three times and just could not get it going. You suck now. I, I couldn't get it going. Ah, the usual moves weren't working. I, I, it's not the one I usually play. The other one, they have two of them. They have one that has like nice hap joysticks on it. That's the one I usually play. But then they have the second one that has the, the original Data East joysticks on them, mm-hmm. which which were was playing fine. I just couldn't couldn't do it for whatever reason. I guess I do, officially suck at that now. Do do do. Yeah. And it, you really suck. You're really old. Then I played. They had eight rushes there, Bruce. Yes, and they were special editions. And they were linked. It was beautiful. It was the old days. Yes, it was. We played it on. um, Yeah, we played it Saturday. Yes, we did. And I beat Moron once, and he beat me once. Yep. It was awesome. It It was. It was great. We didn't do our usual video game rounds this year. No, because you had to go make the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, you got. You suck. Don't you care about me? I did suck. So I made the playoffs for the first time in years. And you didn't get to play for a while, so I was over watching Zach and his yep, match. I was watching Zach, and I was watching Andy, and I was watching Eric, and I was actually helping out Jason and Summer, who were in C, with rules. What's uh, Summer's last name? We haven't said her name. I think it's Lee. Yeah, Summer Lee of uh, Buffalo. Yes. Hello, Summer. Hi, Summer. I know once you finally got started, you were like, you're texting like, where's my support? I know. Where the fuck's my support? Where's my support? Where's everybody? (laughs) (laughs) I'm supporting everyone else. Well, let's, we'll do, we'll do you last. Let's see what happened. What happened to Zach? Oh my. What happened to Zach? I think he made it through the first round. He made it through the first round and he faced uh, Andy Cushman in the second round. And unfortunately, Eric Russell CNY did not make it past the first round in B. Then I think Andy was eliminated and Zach had to play a playoff game. Yep. Yeah, he had to play one game playoff or and he'd get into the next round on Shaq. Yeah, Shaq Attack. Yeah, Shaq Attack. It did not go well. No, it did not. So he was eliminated. Yes. So Andy's gone, Eric's gone, Zach's gone. So how, how about Jason and uh, Summer? Summer, well, it was actually, here's, here's, first, we talked about JT before. At 925, if you have not checked in, please find these people. If you see them, please tell them to check in right away. And what did I say? JT Harrison. Also, he made the playoffs and was late. He almost missed it, but he did show up finally. So, in C, we had Joshua, uh, what's his last name? Joshua from Middletown? Senzer? Yes, Josh Sensor. Yep. Yep. He was there. JT Harrison was here. I was in it. Jason was in it. And Summer was in it. JT, Summer, Joshua, all four had to play in that first round. And they only, the only two people that played against each other was Summer and Jason. And, of course, I was helping out everyone. JT made it through. Joshua made it through. Jason made it through. But, unfortunately, Summer did not. She needed a good ball on the EM Poker Plus, as I said, we'll get back to that later on, and she didn't get a great game on it, unfortunately. She couldn't get the skill shot, the, the lane shot down up top, so. But she played really well. Round two, Aynan jumped in. 
and I didn't play any of them. So all four of us were on different banks, and I got to play my first round, which I got to pick. So I had a choice of either Simpsons, Freak Out, Dr. Dude, Space Shuttle. So Dr. Dude, I blew up first ball. Second ball, I got a house ball. Third ball, I get a house ball. And I lose by 4,000 points. So I was down 3-2. And the other guys were 1-0. Game two, we played Space Shuttle. I went for spinner all day, of course, as the way you should play it. Another guy went for multi-ball and crushed it. And he got 1.1. I got uh, 782,000. I have two points extra now. So I have four points. Uh, The next guy has four points. And the third place guy has four points. So it's four, 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 zero, uh, zero going to game three. We go for Simpsons. Brucey loves Simpsons. 32 million on Simpsons takes the win for seven. Then we play Freak Out, the worst fucking game in history. <laughs> wow. Okay. I get a zero. And I almost lose on Freak Out with seven points. The way it worked out, somebody else stole a point, and I went. I lost. So the finals were, in that round, 8-7-5-4. Jason won with a 10. JT got, moved on to the next round with a 7. And Joshua moved on and won the round with a 7 also. He had a hard round. It was 7-6-6-5, six, six, and they had a playoff between Skyler and Mark Hauser, and Mark Hauser moved on. Round three. So uh, we played the middle bank of games, which was The Walking Dead, Volley, Robocop, and Dracula. At that point, I'm asking Zach, okay, what do I do? Stern Dracula. Stern Dracula. So uh, first game, Walking Dead. I get 8 million points, and I'm not only at one point. I I get third on that. It's like, that thing fed out of the pop bumpers. Terrible right down the middle. I actually tilted. First ball, I tilted all time during this whole tournament was on Walking Dead. So I'm like, oh, boy, I need a really good game. So we go up and play volley. I get 29,000 on volley, which is really hard to even do because guess what? If you actually hit the in lanes and you hit five targets of that same color, you're going to have already 20,000 points. I won with 29,000. Nobody can hit the in lanes. So RoboCop, I go up and I get a two, really close game. I squeaked out a point, 1.6 million and 55,000 to 1.6, 28,000. And then game four, I got one point on Dracula and squeaked out and took a seven, seven, six, four and moved on. Joshua Senzer also moved on with a seven in the next round. And Jason, unfortunately, had a tiebreaker. They had a three-way tiebreaker. It was seven, seven, seven. And they played, oh, no, it was Space Shuttle, and he didn't get it, unfortunately. No, it was actually The Walking Dead, and he didn't do well in that. It was The Walking Dead. So that was the tiebreaker for round three. So now everyone started talking about money, and I'm, like, not listening to them. Like, shut up, people. I don't want to know about money. I just want to keep on playing. Next round, I get to play that same middle bank again. The Walking Dead, I did a little bit better this time. I got $35 million. I was getting used to the feed. And got a second. Volley, I did better. I got 58,000. Got three points for that. Robocop, worst game I had on it. 
was 1.3 million. I got a one point. And then uh, Dracula, I got three points with 153,000. I already made it before we even played Dracula, and so did uh, Ed there, the guy who was with me. And we moved, I think that was Ed, or no, it wasn't. It was uh, Adam. We moved into the final round. I took it 9-8. Joshua, unfortunately, got beaten in that last round. He only took a two. So we had our final round coming up. I was in the top four. Everyone starts coming over now. Mm-hmm. Yep, and let's break down this last round. First game, Spider-Man. Lightning flippers. I'm used to it because I have lightning flippers. First ball, I bumped out to like a 27 million lead. Like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. By the third ball, they all came back on me and passed me, and I came over one point. I got 40 million. They had 56 and 54 million. Got one point. So, Ron, remember what I was listening to the whole time? What was I listening to the whole time? Oh, you were listening to me, Bruce, your favorite KISS member, Gene Simmons. And what song was I listening to? Well, you were listening to Asshole, my platinum-selling album. Well, maybe not, but my excellent, no, my incredible album, my solo effort. So, thank you, Gene, for your support and and motivating me to go through it. Yes, yes, I'll be expecting the residuals, Bruce. Yeah, exactly. So the second game, I played Poker Plus, and my Poker Plus first three balls, what did I get? I had like 150,000, Ron? I don't remember. I had 150,000. Ball four, I blew it up and got up to 650. That was my yeah, fuck yeah moment. I got six points. We're up to four points there, so I was four, two, two, and Brian had four. So it was four, four, two, two. Third game, Grand Lizard. I came away with two points, just got beaten out. So now I'm in the driver's seat. Six, five, five, two. So I'm guaranteed third automatically. I want the golden ring. So you would think Bruce would be in the cat seat with Bally's. Bally Frontier. Frontier. Mm. So wait a sec. I look back on all my scores and all my games I played on Bally's. You know how many points I got on all my, my – I played four Bally games the whole weekend in, in playoffs and in finals. Guess how many points I got out of those four games? Two. One. Oh. Six million dollar man. <laughs> the rest, I all got zeros. And I got a zero again. Eric took the win. He took the championships. He was a C finalist. So then we got the. I have a tiebreaker for second. So he was in the C finalist. He was the C champion. C finalist. The C champion. Okay. A, a finalist would be all four of you were finalists. I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like I was finalist after that. No. Oh. So we had to go play Freak Out. Oh, that's the game you love. Yeah, I did better this time, but I got beaten. He had uh, the zipper flippers working. I couldn't get it ever to zip, and I lost twenty nine hundred to four thousand. He was second. I was third. Got a nice little medallion. And that was the good, the bad, and ugly of the Pinburg championships. Hmm. So you, you were not successful in becoming a seaman. Nope. I was not successful. But I feel like I actually beat Ron in some ways. Uh, okay. How did you beat, how did you beat me? Because I was, I was hoping that you would win so then we'd be both sea division champions. Because then we could say we're the seamen. Yes, but then I would say I actually went through more rounds than you did. Uh, yep, yeah, you did. He only had three rounds to make semen. Mm-hmm. 
I was going through round four at the time. I was starting to run out of, out of uh, gas at the end. I will say that. That frontier, I knew it was going to be hard. So you need to be in better shape. Is that what you're saying? No, I was just exhausted. Oh, okay. Okay. Just really tired. So by this time... It's was 7 o'clock. Yeah. And the finals are going on on the stage. Yep. And by this time, I think I'm walking around with Zach and Steph, and we're playing different stuff. No, you're not. You went down and got the speaker system with me. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. What? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I was over there watching you. Yeah. Oh, no, this actually, okay, this happened bef- right before I came over to watch you in the finals. Okay. I'm walking with Zach and Steph, and Bowen comes over. And he asks Steph a question. Oh, yes. I'm not going to say what the question is. I once again will leave that for the Riptide Pinball Podcast. I almost sound like I'm Gene Simmons, you know. Go yeah. to kissonline.com. But I, I would prefer she tell the story. Mm-hmm. So after you're done, yes, you're eliminated. We watched some. Did we watch some of the finals? What did we do? I know Martin was right there we watching did. them. Yeah, we were watching them. Uh, then I think you, we, we played Rush. Yes, we did. And then you went to get your costume. Yep. Uh, I was looking hot. Yes, folks. He actually went, we had the boom box. He had the full seventies costume, just like we've been discussing for the trash talker invitational. And it was, um, that wig doesn't really cover your head. Oh, I have too big of a melon head. Yeah, you look like uh, Elvis with a severely receded hairline. <laughs> so we, um, they had a table set up. It was actually in the Pinburg, well, what was the Pinburg Banks area? With the uh, Chuck was setting everything up. He had the uh, the trash can, and we all assembled eventually, all the different teams. Yep. Which man, I can't remember how many. There was so many teams there. You had. You had us, you had um, head-to-head, yep. you had the Buffalo guys, you had uh, the Riptide Pinball Podcast, you had the This Flippin' Podcast, you had the um, Pinball Profile with all his ringers, you yep. had the Pinball Players Podcast, there's other ones I'm forgetting. Yep. Well, help me then. I can't. Why can't you? I don't know, Maul. Oh, Jesus. Fail. So why don't you go over, what was the format? How how were they doing this? Match play. Each person from each group would pick one game. The score would be 5-3-2-1. Uh, Top four teams moved on. The ringers played in the first round, so their points counted. In the second round, only the, the podcasters could play each other. And then uh, the four teams that won was Buffalo, that flipping podcast, Head to Head, and... The Pinball Players Podcast. Yep, yep. The Power of New England. The Power of New England compels them. <laughs> and the winner of the whole kitten caboodle was Martin. Martin. And he got to donate his... Everyone kicked in money. Yep. For charity. For charity. It was like 800 It went to a great cause, and hopefully some people realized that, that it went to a great cause, and we were doing something good. I don't think some people did. They actually donated a set of Penn Stadium lights to uh, Project Pinball, and uh, they'll be auctioning those off for the money. Mm -hmm. So that'll be another good thing. So we did good. 
people. Yep, we did good. I was um, I I did what I said I was going to do because I'm I'm the introvert here. So I became Triumph the Insult Dog. Yep. And uh, you had a great time. Uh, I my first group I had Greg uh, Pepperoni mm-hmm. slash Pavarelli, uh, Snow uh, Galvin. Yep. I think I got that right. And uh, Tommy Skinner from the this, this flip of podcast. A and was in the top 40 in mm-hmm. A, who played really so well. So my comments were things like, um, like Greg was checking his phone right before he started. So I remarked on how he's checking. Uh, he was texting Josh Sharp to ask why Whoppers weren't being awarded for the TTI. Hmm. So I thought that was funny. Uh, when Snow was up, I asked for a drug test because, you know, Colorado, yeah. you know, pot and all. And then Tommy, he's a pro wrestling fan, so I basically which you said, are too, which I am too. So I know what kind of things would annoy uh, a pro wrestling fan, which is like, you know, Tommy's a pro. You know, Tommy is a pro wrestling fan. You you do know it's not real, right, Tom? You know, something like that would piss a person off. It, you're laughing their asses off. I, I I have to say I was quite entertaining. Mm. I never pat myself on the back, but I must say I I, I was pretty good. I, I had some good ones. I was telling Tommy, you know, this flipping podcast, the shortest podcast around. Um, no, just kidding. They're the longest podcast. They feel no need to edit, which at that point he said, that's, that's Taylor. That's not me. It's like, oh, my God, he's throwing his own podcast partner under the bus. I had fun in the one round before I got eliminated. I had fun with Martin and uh, Jeff. It was really good. Really good. Yeah. So that was the end of that. And let's go. What do we else we got here? Oh. The hug thing. <laughs> you made the little comment telling everyone to hug me. And to kiss you like they do in France. Uh, yeah, I had like three hugs and one kiss. Did they ask to hug you beforehand? Um, Not really. Oh, wow. I gave, luckily, I gave him permission, so it's, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Okay, Bruce. Did you feel I, uncomfortable about it? Um, actually, yes. I don't like people just <laughs> hugging me. But, but you know that, so you made him do that because you're that yes. kind of person, <laughs> dick. Yeah. I guess what nobody nobody hugged me, so I was perfect. Uh, the, <laughs> the first person to hug me was actually uh, I'm just gonna say M Henning. Michigan. Me me he yeah no it's, I think it's like me he because he, he I never say his name right. Yeah, and then he came in one time and said it. Yeah, and then he said it again like you know I I should tell you how to sell me say my name. It's like oh god. But he played in C. He was actually in C finals all of them. Mm-hmm. Also played pretty good. Yep. But uh, yeah, he uh, came up and gave you. Yeah, and I had several people, you know, recognize the voice. Like, hey, you yep. know, I will listen to the show. Someone recognized Zach's voice. No, we're standing outside of the grill that I can't remember the name of. Um, oh, Harris Grill. Harris Grill. That's okay. what it was. Yes, that's what it is. Harris Grill. So we're standing out front, and either they recognize his voice or they just ask, like, you know, is this Zach? It's like, yes, this is Zach. It's like Zach, you're famous now. Well, every time I was actually next to somebody who's been on the show and they were talking about the show, people come up to me, I go, oh, there's Eric Russell and there's Jason Florid. They're both been on the show and there's world famous Zach. And they would just go, because oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm throwing them underneath the bus. I don't, you know, I always get this. Let them get it for once or twice. <laughs> but it was very nice having everyone come up and say hi to us and say they love the show. It's it actually like one person was talking to somebody and I'm running for the bathroom during C finals. I think it was in round four. And the guy's like, Hey, I know you, you're Bruce. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going running real fast. <laughs> <laughs> and when I ran back to try to get back there, I was going to apologize saying, I'm sorry. 
and he was already gone. So I, I want to say right now, I heard you. I really acknowledge you, and I thank you for listening to the show, but I really had to go to the bathroom. I had to go so bad. I had to go so bad. So after that was over, well, we didn't even mention the actual finals. You had the final four, Keith Elwin. Yes. You had Jim Belsito. Yes. You had Andre Masenkoff. Yes, yes. And you had Chris Stevens. Yep. I would think Chris Stevens was definitely the local favorite. Yes, he was. He's from the area. I always root for Jim Belsito. I do too, especially what happened because of what happened with his mom past couple months ago. You know, passing away. I thought it was maybe like you know, divine intervention was going to do it for him. And I was actually rooting for Andre also because he was one of my people in my uh, fantasy, uh, my fantasy league for. uh, Yeah, there was a fantasy league that was run by Tim Sexton for the uh, to pick the winner. I think my father finished like third. He did third or fourth. Yeah, like damn. Good job, Dad. You know how to pick him better than I do. We do this again. I'm just going to let you pick twice. Pick for me and pick for yourself. So it ended up, it came down to, uh, it was was the exact same total as in your round. It was six, five, five, two. Yep. With, uh, I think, Belsito at six, Elwin had five, I think Andre had five, and Chris had two. Yep. And the last game was on Harlem Globetrotters, which the one rolled. He rolled it in the final game and ended up winning the championship. Well, Cito, I think, finished second. So he is your Pinberg champion for the fourth, fourth time, time, I believe. Congratulations, the one. The one. They were calling him the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Yep. This year, the, uh, the coverage they used, they used like a track in the back of the stage this time so they could just roll. No, it wasn't a track. It was actually it wasn't tra- it was a track. It was on wheels, but I mean, it is, they were using two different units and just rolling them back and forth. And they tried something that I, I like, where they they actually had they must put a mic near the game. So if you were listening to the stream, you could actually hear the Harlem Globetrotters game sounds, which you normally can't hear. Normally, you can only like hear the flippers, yeah, and things like that. But they had the sound cranked up. The only I think residual issue with that is you could also hear because it's a crowded convention hall so you get that like droning like almost like it's the ocean type sound and it bled through like you could hear it through the whole the whole broadcast mm-hmm. so I, I don't know how you do anything for that, that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know how you do anything for that well you can probably get a, a maybe like a cone around the microphone and maybe. point it towards the game yeah yeah maybe and they had they used a separate camera for like the score displays where they had the guy actually moving it and then he'd focus on each individual score. And then they'd have the scores of everyone like up on the display. And it was called Pinberg presented by eBay. Mm-hmm. And they did have some ground rules for the announcers. You want to hear what they were? I heard a couple of them, but go ahead well, and tell the, everyone. The, the, some of them are common sense, like, uh, you know, don't swear. Don't, you know, like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, hit that shot. You know, don't do anything like that. Yep. You know, keep it professional. Anytime you mention Pinberg, you have to say, Pinberg, presented by eBay. We weren't asked, I see. Well, no, we weren't asked. Thank God. Yeah. Because I was too busy. <laughs> actually, actually, they did point to me and ask, do you want to? I'm like, I'm in the finals. And they said, okay. And he waved. That was it. I was like, I don't want to. So they, wait a minute. So they waved at you, but not at me. Yeah, of course. What kind of message does that send? I am the respectable one, and they want you on. Because I'm the funny one, the comical one, and the one that actually knows rules. Oh, that's true. I would have known. Uh, I would have known Harlem. 
because I own Yay. it. Yay. Okay, and what happens when you get the Guardians? Uh, I would have known that a little more. I would have known a little more. Okay. Okay. Then, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the final rule was one of the games was TNA, which is what we usually call it. Yes. But they told him not to call it that. Call it Total Nuclear Annihilation. Yeah. Which I can see because, let's face it, if you never watch pinball and it came on, it's like, we're now going to go to TNA. You'd be like, what? Yes. You'd be like, is, is this like boxing in a ring girls? They're going to have like parading around before, you know, uh, I can totally. Helen McAlpine was like, and we're going to TNA. Total nuclear, nuclear annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, it makes college. sense even for other games. If you say like, "We're going to go to AFM," like, yeah. what the hell is AFM? What does that mean? They made a game called AFM. What a terrible name! I know. It was good seeing a lot of the good players. You know, they, and the good thing about Pinburg is most, almost every good player is very open, very easy to talk to. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll come up to you. Hey, how you doing? I got to meet Robert Byers for the first time because I got the miss. I missed him at a. Uh, New York yes, City, Mr. So. Crotch Chop himself. Yes, Mr. Crotch Chop himself. Talked to Eric Stone a lot during this weekend. Keith, I talked a couple times too. Uh, Lyman a lot. Josh and Zach both. One time I asked for rules help. Timmy, of course. Damn. Steve Bowden, of course. Jim Belsito. Asked Jim to come on, so hopefully we'll have him on in a couple weeks. Cool. Talk about his experience. Um, Tim Tim made a finals. Forgot I forgot the yes he did top forty. He was the fortieth. He's he's improved every year. So so that means next year he'll maybe get past the first round. He'll get to the second round and he's then winning it. He's winning yeah, it. Yeah, and by by the like fourth or fifth year he'll win it. He'll get a little nope, better every year. He's going for. He's oh, you're going predicting for, he's just winning it all next year. You got it. Okay. Yep, so you, you heard it here, here. Yep, you heard it here, folks. Tim Sexton, the 2019 Pinburg champion. Yep. We're predicting it. Yeah. Maybe he'll come on then. Maybe. Maybe. He needs to get yeah. permission. Yeah. So what else do we have here? I drove home after TTI. Yep. And I stuck around to 2 in the morning playing various games. We have another suggestion or request. Another Scott request. We should call that a new segment. Oh, no. What? I, I actually actually like this. Well, we had two two requests. Or should I say Zach and Steph had two requests? Or maybe Zach. They might have agreed on it. I don't remember. But the loop value, maybe make it worth more. Because it's really not worth a lot to go around that loop. That was the first thing. Mm-hmm. That seems like a simple enough thing. The second one that I thought would be really cool, bonus collect. There is no bonus collect. Like Once you max your bonus on C, which you're basically just, you just keep hitting targets. There's no way to collect it until you drain. So we thought, like, a cool bonus collect would be that star rollover that's underneath the upper flipper. No, not on the top. The oh, one that's under, like, like Spider-Man style. Like, lift the flipper up and you hit it. That way, you could collect the bonus as the ball's in the shooter lane. You could get to hear it and all that. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? That was the suggestion. I don't know if Scott could do anything like that. But that, that would be pretty cool. So that was Replay FX. Because after 2 o'clock, I left. Well, that wasn't all of Replay FX. I left on Sunday morning. I think Zach left too. Steph stayed around because she was involved with the Whipped, which is the uh, the women's tournament. Yep. But she can go into her experience with that. Uh, the Intergalactic Tournament, which was the other one going on, which I did play in. I got four of my ten entries in, enough to actually you know have four entries. Mm-hmm. So it, you needed four games to, to qualify. You know, to qualify, and that's all I did. I really, I was, I was. 
I was burned out, dude. I played terrible. I really did not feel like playing anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't played a game of pinball since I left there. I played because I had to fix stuff. Yeah. So the winner of the Intergalactic was Jack Tadman. Very nice, Jack. Congratulations. He's on fire. He's the state champion, and now he's the Intergalactic champion. And the winner of the women's tournament, who won a Iron Maiden LE signed by Keith Elwin. Yep. Nicole Bernier. I hope I'm saying that right. I know her as Nicole because she comes to she comes to stop, and she's yes. at a lot of the same tournaments. But I always yep. just know her as Nicole. I don't I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so I probably totally butcher that. I'm sorry. But she won. Congratulations. She gets an yes. Iron Maiden LE. Yes, congratulations. She is. Maybe we can get her on. Because then we get some class in this show, right? Get class. We, we should do that. Because, I mean, who, how many women have we had on the show other than Steph? Uh... Exactly. We had Crystal. No, no, we had no. Crystal, hey, Crystal thank you. Yeah. Crystal and Steph. Because it's too much of a sausage fest here, you know. Oh, my. It really is. Especially with you, the masculine Bruce. Yeah, that's got to be it. Oh, my. Just kudos to everyone on the Replay FX crew. They did a great job. All right, so we're going to do the mail ball bag now. But before I start it, I have a, an apology to Zach, because Zach called me out. Zach doesn't like it when you uh, misquote him. The story I said last week of how like he didn't want cake, so he wanted ice cream, so Steph went out and got ice cream for him. That was not presented in the proper way. It was more like, I would prefer ice cream over cake. And I would pay for the ice cream. So Steph got the ice cream because Zach's car was blocked in. Ah, and, now we got more of the real yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The did more not, you know. Yeah, the more you know. So he had to correct me. I said, okay, okay. Sorry, Zach. So going into the mailball bag. The first email we have is a request for Bruce's old back glass. However, yes. that uh, won't happen because... I've already sold it. He's already sold it. It's actually to Scott. Oh, he's so bad. Okay, there you go. That's why I got to keep the happy, you know, the big guy happy. Got to keep you know. the big guy happy. So sorry, it is, it is not available. So then we have Mihi Henning, or M. Henning. The <laughs> man get... who kissed you at the yeah, replay. Yeah, I'll never get this right, but... I'll never get his name right. He says, hi, Ron and Bruce. I really enjoy your podcast. Thanks, guys. Also, my congratulations on your 100th episode. I have listened to every single one of them. Unfortunately, during my recent health check, my doctor asked me, what's with your toenails? I told them about the podcast and that every time I hear another Bruceism, my toenails curl up a little bit more. He said, well, you may have to make some hard choices in the interest of your future well-being. And you've already done a couple of Bruceisms this episode. So his toenails must be even more curled. What a clusterfuck. I'm currently evaluating whether continuing to listen is worth going to an early grave due to excessive bruceism-induced cringing. Of course it's worth it. I have not fully made up my mind yet, though, so there's still hope that you won't lose 5% of your listenership in one fell swoop. Uh, Is he saying we have very low listenership, Bruce? I guess so. Mm. I know what our listenership is. Yeah, I gave him the keys to the kingdom. He can look at the stats now and stop bugging me. Regardless, I look forward to meeting you at Pinburg, Ron. If some 60-ish looking overweight guy with almost no white hair approaches you and kisses you on the cheek, that's me. He did. Bruce said on the podcast that doing this is okay. Oh, my. I love it. 
Uh, the next one is, I think we discussed this before. Carl D'Angelo said some more stuff about HDMI Which we also setup. saw this weekend. He was great yep. to talk to. Yep. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. I talked to him more about some equipment, some equipment choices. Okay, we have this from Jeff Patterson of This Week in Pinball. Hey, guys, great interview with Lyman. I always appreciate when you provide some awesome content for This Week in Pinball. And that interview was full of good stuff. Congrats on 100 episodes. Jeff from This Week in Pinball. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. High praise from the man who gives us all of our news. We gave him some back, finally. All right. This next one's from E.T. Eric Thompson. He asks us, hey, guys, love the podcast. I've been in the hobby for a while, but I'm still confused about two things. All right. What exactly is the meaning of a fan layout? Um, Any Steve Ritchie game. Imagine putting your fingers out like a wide stance, and you see it's like a fan. That's almost like your shots on a pinball machine. Yeah, just think of Game of Thrones, how all the shots come out from the center. AFM or Medieval Madness, they have a fan layout. Yep, that's called a fan layout, as opposed to something like um, Alien. Walking Dead. Or, or Walking Dead, you know, anti-fan layout. What the hell is a shats? And please use it in a sentence. Okay. I shat myself last night. No, no, no shats, not shats. No. All I right. shats myself no. last night <laughs> no. after eating the chili. So... <laughs> so Basically, the move is, is it's an alley pass. Have you seen an alley? It's, it's, a, it's called an alley pass. It's when the ball comes to the very tip of your flipper and you do a full flip into the, the other flippers, the other sides in lane, hopefully, if you do it right. Yes. If you're too late, it could just go down the middle. If you do it too early, it can end up in a slingshot or something. People have taken to calling this shatsing. From Neil Shats. From Neil Shats, who used to do this, I, I guess. Used he, to be on Journey. No. Oh, sorry. That's Neil Sh- uh, whatever. <laughs> so he was one of the top players, and I believe in the Bay Area, in the California area. He's also he is the default high score, I believe, in um, Iron Maiden and ES or his initials. And he used this move. He used this particular flipper skill a lot, so he became known for it, and it just started. It's it's kind of like. Like that X game stuff when someone kind of invents a move and it get, becomes named after him. I mean, he didn't invent it, but he did it so much it just became associated with him. So it's used, it's used like learn to shats or shatsing the in lane. Yes, it is. Like I'm shatsing the in lane. Uh, finally, Bruce, I've been to Silverball Saloon about five times and love it. The food is great. Looking forward to playing my first tournament there someday soon. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. There's one coming on Friday. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. So when this comes out Tuesday, uh, yeah, when this comes out Thursday, uh, you'll you have one day. One day. Yep. Hopefully listens fast. I have an email from Scott Larson. He says we should send these to Keith Elwin. They are Golden Girls action figures. Mmm. Yeah. There are, there's such a thing as Golden Girls action figures. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. And you want you ordered your set, didn't They're you? They're pretty authentic. Man, B. Arthur is huge. <laughs> she could beat the shit out of the other three, man. Wow. Oh, I think she did. Yeah, she probably did. Keep them in line. So our final email is, oh, sorry. No, this this is the one. Don't read on the air. So I guess we're done with the mail ball bag. Oh. That was pretty weak. I'm done. You're done. Yeah, he's tired. He's tired. He's worn out. We're all worn out from replay effects. 
One more thing, they finally posted the Pinmania tournament on IFPA. And you'll be happy to know I am now sixth in Maine. Yikes. Isn't that great? Yikes. yikes. I'll probably, if I make a state final, it'll be in Maine. It'll be like some ridiculous drive. Yikes, yikes, yeah, which yikes. I'll probably pass on that, but we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Because I'm probably, I, I just haven't played. It, it, in the tournaments I have played in, in New York, I've sucked. And I haven't played in that many. So I, it's not looking good for either the upstate or the regular New York finals this year for me. No, not for me either. So what are you going to do? Oh, well. So back to our normal spiel. like to say thanks to all the other podcasts out there. I keep debating whether we keep naming them all the time. Cause no. There's so many of them. There is, like, just lots of pinball podcasts out there. Give them a try. Many of yes. them are awesome. We love you all. I had a great time hanging out with Martin, definitely, and Jeff. Both of them were great friends, great buddies. It was good to hang out with them. And I got to meet one of uh, Jeff's poor sons. He doesn't have his red hair, so he's good. Oh, Jesus. And we got to meet Mrs. Pin and Dr. Pin. Yeah, so I've met them before. And Dr. Pin does have his red hair. Yes, he does. Oh, I have to mention this because I'm sure she's going to mention this. Mrs. Pin beat our ringer. Twice. Twice. She beat Steve Bowden on Algar. And she got counter four center shots in, in a row. In counter force. See? So there you go. Congratulations to Mrs. Pin. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. We got eliminated. But congratulations to Head to Head. Yes. Who are their uh, ringers? Australian and that guy Carl. I think he does some does some uh, oh, show. That's why he was there. That's exactly why he was there. Oh, damn, I was I was like oh, like who whose ringer is he? Like oh, okay. I told him he needed to do some announcing. I would love to hear that. He is the voice of God. He is. He's literally. They should just have him like he voices over everyone. Whenever anyone makes a mistake, he just comes in. That is incorrect. This this is actually the rule for the game. Thanks to all our friends of the show, we have Joe Newhart of Pinball Star, and uh, he's he's the distributor for way too many things now. I, I'm starting to lose track. Yeah, he just has a lot of pinball. Everyone but Stern. Basically, anyone but Stern, including Homepin and that new company, the Mafia, made the Mafia game, it's Joe Newhart. Then for Stern and your speaker pinball speaker needs, go to Flipper Fidelity. That's Mike Pupo. This has been episode 101, Captain America, was the Winter Soldier? Yes. Did I get that right? So thanks, everyone. This is 101, starting the new new batch of 100 episodes. We got our guest ready for 150, and I know we have a guest for next week already lined up. Woohoo! And uh, the week after, I'm going to try for somebody else, so we'll have some good guests coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. Any um, tech talk other than you, you fixed some stuff? We really didn't have time to do much tech stuff. so I did. Oh, you did? I came back to repairs. I had repairs? To work All right. What did you repair? We'll do it quick. Stars. My wife calls me up Saturday night. I have no displays on stars. Mm. So, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, that's ain't going to be good. So I get to the bar thinking it's going to be either a fuse on the bottom on the power. Right, sorry, on the top in the power rectifier board. Or the fuse that's on the power driver board. I get there and I flip on the switch. Displays are on. They're just not no digits. They're just lit. They have the power light. You know, underneath you see the little glow. 
Okay, let's open a back box up. Turn it back on. Remember who remember how we were looking at the CPU board? Yes. And like, oh wow, look, you know, it's original CPU board or anything like that. I turn it on, stuck on solid. I'm gonna need a freaking driver and a new CPU board. Knowing that I have a driver board downstairs, I'm like, but my voltmeter's at home with Franken Cheetah. So I'm like, ah, I'll just go grab the CPU board and I'll have everything it's here. Driver board. It was the driver board. Yeah. 2.1 volts of 5 volts. So I put the new driver board in out of Cheetah, booted right up, not an issue. Not an, In other words, it worked. Yes, it worked. I have liked everything. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, I come back, and I yesterday put the two games on free play. One was Spider-Man, and one was ACDC. So about two hours later, my buddy Jeff goes, oh, by the way, the right flipper's stuck on. Like, oh, shit. On, on which one? Spider-Man. Okay. I'm like, oh, no, I don't need the board blowing up. Don't need the board blowing up. Let's go up there and run up there. Luckily, he turned it off, but it was still stuck up in the up position. So I'm like, what the hell happened here? So I go and try to move the flipper. It's frozen solid. I'm like, huh? And power's off, so it's mechanical. So I take the two bolts off for the coil stop, pull the coil stop out, slide the coil out, and it's pulling like really – it's actually pulling the flipper – while I'm pulling the coil, the, the link and the shaft, suddenly it po- actually made a popping sound. I'm like, what the hell? So I had an extra link there next to me, and I had a coil sleeve. And I can't fit the, the coils, the, the, uh, the shaft into the coil. The coil must have heated or popped. And the, 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 the plunger. The plunger, I mean, yeah. Okay. It, you it, just it wanted actually, to say shaft. I did want to say shaft. Shaft. Can you dig it? And so it actually – something in the coil must have broke, like the plastic that around the, you know, that, that the, the coil sleeve goes into because when I finally get the coil sleeve out, you can actually see a bulge in the inside inner part of the coil. So I replaced the coil today. I had one spare, cut the two diodes. Luckily, Todd had a couple extras from one of my buddies. He was going to bring one over. By the time he got over there, it was already working, up and running, doing its thing. So why you have to cut the diodes? Because on this machine, it did not need diodes, but I had a coil that had diodes on it. Ah. And you should never use a machine when it says no diodes. You should not use a diode. And if it needs diodes, you should put them in and in the right direction. Good tip. Yes. And then I uh, emptied out the machines today and did a lot of the work around the bar. And before we go, do you know what's coming up, Bruce? Uh, my birthday. Happy birthday, Bruce. It's coming up in, what, 10 days? The big five zero, man. Impressive. Yep. yep, I'm finally catching up to you. Ooh, very good. Very good. See, that's what trash talkers should be like. Yeah, that's, you got me there. You got me there. Well, we have, actually, this weekend, nothing. Uh, the next Next weekend after that, I have the Saratoga show. Yep. Which I'll be bringing a game to. Which I hear Mrs. Penn is coming to. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll So may- maybe she should check out Level Zero. Yeah, maybe she should. I think she mm. would never leave. Then, let's see. Then two weeks after that is August 25th is our event. Stomp 2 Pinball Boogaloo. Yep. The spots are now being sold for $20 a piece. If you go to our Facebook page, the information's on top. And we already have eight people signed up out of the 
36 max. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about getting in, jump in soon, ASAP. So you are going to be putting an event page up? Yes, tomorrow. For Since it's so late tonight, I'm going to do it tomorrow morning after I wake up probably like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So stop two, Electric Boogaloo. Again, we're going to have three stars there. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing in it. I will be running probably mostly the cameras, the rig or whatever. Rigs. Uh, yeah, rigs. rigs. I'm doing my part. I'm bringing out my game. Yep. Zach said he will be to bring over his camera. See if I, I'm thinking for Saratoga, maybe I can get him to bring over his rig so he can like, so I can test to make sure it will work. Now I have a question for you. Yes, sir. I was offered something when we were at Pimberg. Um, was it by some of the people outside? You know, the shady ones. Yes, 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 yes. They say, "Hey, you want a stars? You want another stars? You want another stars?" I have a chance to bring a fourth stars. Oh, where are we putting it? I don't know. Figure something out. No, we'll you stop the living... it to figure something. Okay, yeah. We'll put them in the living room. Actually, that would work. You could put Let's it in see. the living room. Yep. We could put all three upstairs. No, 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 no. The no. two. Nope. The two are going to go where the couch is. The couch will move somewhere else. We we need the couch in case certain people stay over. So no, I'll we leave stay yours. Down there. Listen, they're not listening right. We leave yours downstairs for the match play. Mm-hmm. Then we leave the the head to head upstairs. Ah, no, there's no room for that upstairs. No, upstairs. You just said there was plenty of room upstairs. No, there's room upstairs for one machine. That's where I usually put the for sale machine. I know we got plenty of room. We just move this couch out of the way. No. Just slide them over a little bit. We're good to go. Nope, not doing that. Especially when if we have that many people, I want more seating up in that area. Nope, oh, not you're doing no it. Fun. You're just an old fart. I'm not an old fart. I'm thinking practically here. I have so no problem want, you with you. I have no problem with you putting a game up there. So you don't want four stars. You only want three stars. We could have had the most stars ever since the production floor. Four star. Four stars is fine, Bruce. But what we could do, I mean, we could have, we could leave my stars where it is. Yeah. We could put Scott's stars right on the first floor. Mm-hmm. So people could play that, and that would be... Practice one? Or sure, it could be in the tournament. Doesn't matter. It'll, it'll work either way. Stars one and stars two? Stars one and stars two, and then we'll have, like, the two, if you're going to bring two, they'll be the head-to-head. There you go. I got to see if I can get him to bring it. He asked, he offered it up. Okay. Mr. Brian. All right. Brian. I don't know how it plays or anything either. Oh, that we don't know how it plays? I've never seen it. All right. Well, when are you coming up? I'm thinking possibly that morning of. Oh, that's not good. We really need this stuff there earlier. No. In case we have issues. We're not going to have issues. We never have issues. Yeah, bullshit. You're talking to Bruce here. There's no way. You're killing me, man. You're killing me. But enough of this great banter. I'm sure everyone loves to hear about. We're still talking about pinball. So we're not breaking the rules. We're not breaking up. What the fuck the rules? Hi, Christopher. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Stomp 2, it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. $20. Check it out on the website. The event page will be coming soon. This has been episode 101. Thank you, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Justin Bath. <laughs>